Welcome to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. Today, we have a very different kind of guest. I have uh, coerced somebody into coming in and doing an actual session with me. So Carl Richards has been so kind to come on board and bear his soul and to you know, be my guinea pig so that all of you get a taste of what it is that I do. How does this crazy process work? Um, so let me just introduce Carl to you. So he is a broadcaster, speech coach, coach. Oh, apparently I need one, a professional speaker, and he's the host of Mo Mondays, which is an awesome event. And he brings real people, real stories to the stage. Through positive and effective coaching, Carl helps people to find their voice, gain their confidence, be stronger speakers, and more effective leaders. So that is a quick introduction to Carl. And Carl, I'm going to get you to tell me what it is that you want some help and some shifting with today. Well, thank you very much, Dana, for that introduction. And yes, I do know a good speech coach, by the way. But uh, I, I know that's not your—I know that's not your area of expertise. But but the reason why I'm on the call today, other than the guinea pig reason, which I thought was uh, was hilarious, to to be quite honest. But but the bigger reason is because you know I've been in business as a coach for about five years now, so still in, in early stages, I would say in in business for coaching with about 15, 20 years experience in broadcasting for that. So, you know, you would think after that much time in front of audiences and people and on the microphone that I would have a whole world full of confidence and I do, but where I'm struggling is when it comes to money and I know a lot of people struggle with money, but I think for me, it's, I still have a lot of those old beliefs, those no money doesn't grow on trees or what do you think we're made of money? All those thoughts that have you know, carried me through my life and has you know, really reflected what my value or what my perceived value is. And I'm really trying to let go of that but I'm struggling with letting go of that. It keeps coming back into my habits and my belief system, and I'm just ready to let go of it and see all the possibilities that are out there for me. I love it. And you know, you've really hit the nail on the head for so many people that you, know, you, can, you can try to unthink yourself out of these situations, but when, when it's a program or something that is subconscious or something you know, kind of really obscure underneath – your brain isn't necessarily going to get you out of it. Because if it was that easy, you would just go, well, I want to make more money. And so tomorrow I'm going to make more money. <laughs> I wish it was that easy for people. Exactly. And I have been in programs like that. And I've, I've toyed with some of those programs. And I understand that, you know, we live in a world where that's always evolving. And we now know that, yes, your brain can re be retrained and all of those things. Mm -hmm. It's not knowing that it can be done. It's how to do it and how to really, as, as you say, how to get into your, you know, the inner, the inner dominatrix and really just mm -hmm. live the life that you want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to kind of, you know, dig in a little bit. And like I said, I, I, I want to give a bit of a showcase of how does this work? And it gives you a chance, gives you a chance to feel the process because this is energetic. This is not about, you know, shifting what's going on in your brain. It's about shifting all the stuff that's underneath it. So the first thing I'm going to have you do, Carl, this is what I have everybody do, is to take a deep breath and let your energy expand out. Okay. 
I'm just going to go like, let yourself be as big as the world. And he kind of like, I can even throw questions into it and say, I wonder what it would feel like to be as big as the world. I'm going to keep going. I wonder what it would feel like to be as big as the solar system. And I wonder what it would feel like to be as big as the galaxy. Okay. And then right there, what I'm noticing is that there's a bit of resistance to expanding out that much. Right. So with that, that's all, that's all good. Okay, so I want you to just imagine being able to grab a hold of the resistance that you have. So it's inside your body, inside your being, and just pull it out and put it in front of you. It's going to make a big pile. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's all those kinds of like, oh, it's not safe, it's not okay, who cares what it is, I don't, you don't have to define it, but just know that if you intend to grab whatever that resistance is, throw it in the pile, that's where it's going to go. And then let yourself expand out and grab all that resistance. All that resistance. Yep. And then any kind of like brain fog or stupidity or unconsciousness, anti-consciousness, any of those kinds of energies, just throw them into the pile as well. Now that stuff, I want you to just take that. And the question is, are you willing to get rid of it? You get to say yes or no. Yes. Cool. So we're just going to throw a big old blast at it. Right? On three. One, two, three. We just blast it out. Now what I want you to do is I want you to see about expanding out to the size of the galaxy. Boom. There you go. Feel the difference? Huge. Yeah. Huge difference. So let's keep going. So what would it feel like to expand out as big as the universe? That would be huge. And I'm feeling some resistance yeah. there for sure. Okay. Cool. So let's do another, just pull out that resistance. Okay. Just pull out all that resistance to being that big, that huge. Pull it out, pull it out. Everything it means. Oh my God, if I'm that big, I am like all of it, all of it, all of it. Yep. Any kind of brain fog, unconsciousness, anti-consciousness, stupidity that we have in there. Just throw that in there. There you go. Big expand out. Grab all the resistance. Cool. And then are you willing to be done with all that? Yes. Cool. Big blast. One, two, three. <clears throat> we just have some fun with it. You know, sometimes if people are being too serious with this, I'll like, you know, tell them, okay, we're going to throw some magical unicorn poop at it. Incoming. Splat. <laughs> Whatever shakes it up, right? It's just when we're not serious about this, it moves a lot easier. So let's go back to the expanding out. And what would it feel like to expand out as big as the universe? Boom. It's easier. It's there definitely you. easier. And it just, it's, there's still resistance. Mm -hmm. I can, can feel it, but the, the, the unicorn poop or whatever, the, the blasts really, it, I'm feeling the shift. I'm, I'm feeling, it's like, it's, it's like letting go of somebody's hand that you've been holding on to forever, but you're okay to let go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, the first few times that some, like, cause you and I have never worked together before. Um, this is totally new for you. And so that initial experience with this is like, Oh, I'm not sure I can trust you. What's going to happen if I let go. Right. And so there's, there's some of that. 
or am mm-hmm. I putting words in your mouth? No, there's, there's, de- no, there's definitely, there's definitely trust. That's, that's certainly yeah. a big part of it, but yes, there's definitely, it's okay to, it's okay to let go. I can remember when I first started taking swimming lessons at age eight and being told it's okay, you're not going to drown. We won't let you, but there's still that, mm-hmm. that apprehension of, okay, I'm slipping into a place where I'm uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. okay. yes. So let's try something. Let's take all that, that hesitation and that discomfort with being into the unknown. Take that out of your body and put that into the pile. Because what if, what if for a moment that like you didn't have to have that hesitation? What if you didn't have to have that fear come up and stopping you? So grab all of that. And I want you to like dig in deeper and imagine being able to find the programs that keep that hesitation in place. And throw that in the pile. Now, are we thinking these are mental or are some of them maybe even in our heart, do you think? Could be anywhere in the body. I keep it fairly not specific because I want you to grab whatever it is for you. If I direct you too much, then I kind of limit things. Okay. So however that shows up, whatever that looks like, whatever the visual is for you, it doesn't matter. It's whatever gets you there. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Throw that all in there. And, you know, throw in anywhere you're trying to get this process right. <laughs> That's <laughs> to, true. To do a good job, <laughs> like, you know, because it's being recorded. <laughs> so I, I love those ones. I, I, you know, I, got, I need to get this process right. And, and the funny thing is when we're working with energy, it's not about getting it right. It's just following the flow of what's going to work. There is no right way to do this. And the cool thing is there's no wrong way to do it. There you go. There you go. In the pile. In the pile. Ah, nice deep breath. So, all that amazing stuff you've hung on to for years and years. Are you willing to let it go? Absolutely. Cool. Let's give it a blast. One, two, three. And then... Test it out. So how does it feel like to expand out bigger than the universe now? That's feeling pretty big. Uh-huh. That's feeling big. Yeah. A little more space in your body with that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love more. this, right? No, I was just saying, it's still, it's still feeling very large, a little bit intimidating, but when I look out, it's almost like a... It's almost, it's, it's almost like looking at a, a clean whiteboard that you just can't wait mm. to take a brand new marker to. <laughs> You've been sniffing those markers a little too much. Uh, perhaps. Uh, maybe they have to be blasted out. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, whiteboard and markers never conjures up a fun image to me. But hey, I love that you're, <laughs> you're loving it. Cool. Okay. So... Now that we've got you, know, got you expanded out, that's really the big piece. We get you lots and lots of space because then you have a bigger perspective on what's going on. When we try to look at things from inside of our tiny little body, the only information that we have, the only resources that we have is what is available inside of our body. But when we take it and we go bigger and we go as big as the universe, now we have access to the infinite wisdom of the universe, Okay. Right. So now from this perspective, from being expanded out, let's start poking around at that money thing. 
And I think I'm going to back up the train a little bit. And I just want to make sure that you've got the awareness for checking into your own knowing. Okay. So here's how I do this with, with getting you connected with it. If I say to you, um, I'm going to ask you two questions and I want you just to notice the response of your body. Forget what your brain says. Okay. So just focus in on, you know, the heart and the body. And I say to you, your name is Carl or is your name Carl? And compare that to, is your name Sarah? And what do you notice in your body? I notice that when you say my name is Carl, that I'm more in tune with that. And when you say my name is Sarah, I just quickly dismiss it. Right. Okay. So this is kind of the start of getting to know your compass and what is true for you. So that that feeling that you had when I said, is your name Carl? That is that a truth gauge for you. And when I say to you, your name is Sarah, that is what is false for you. Okay. Now, what is true for me is not necessarily true for you. What's true for you isn't necessarily true for me. It doesn't have to be. It's not a universal thing. It's about what works for you. Okay. So with that, when I get people to check in on things, I am looking for that response in the body. So all the time, I'm, I'm probably going to remind you several times to get out of your head, <laughs> get into your body so that you can get the intuitive knowing because the brain will lead you astray every single time. Okay. So with that, I want you to just expand out and we're going to look at the money thing. And I want you to start to notice which of these three questions feels the lightest, the most expansive or the most truth for you. Okay. Not according to your brain, but according to your body. So that the stuff that's going on with money, does that belong to you? compared to does that belong to someone else? And then compare that to does that belong to something else? Those are three very good questions. And how does it feel in the body? Get out of your brain. Can you repeat the questions for me just for... Yeah, so check in with the body. Like okay. you totally bypass the brain. Does it belong to you? Does it belong to someone else? Does it belong to something else? I think it belongs to something else that was the lightest one for me as well and the brain is trying to go that doesn't make any sense right (laughs) yeah that's why at first when you said okay get out of your head I was like yeah but that's where it wants to be is in my head (laughs) it was a toss-up between someone else and something else but something seems to resonate stronger right and so, so here's the first level of awareness that I, I bring people to is that the majority of what we think are our problems have nothing to do with us. And this is my piece of saying, you know, you're not fucked up, right? We, we run around thinking there's a problem. There's a problem, right? For you, it's, I have a money problem. I have a money problem. I'm not bringing the money in. And so you're looking for how is Carl fucked up and how do we unfuck Carl? By the way, this is an X-rated show. So, <laughs> you know. It's, it's this untangling and turning it around and saying, well, what if the problem is not Carl? And maybe the reason you haven't been able to change the money situation is because you've just been looking in the wrong direction. Okay. Okay. Does that change how you feel about you? Yes. Yes, it does. I, I, I feel better about me and not 
putting the blame game on myself. Right. Yes. Okay. So that's the first level is awareness. Now we want to do something about it. Now, this is where it gets a little bit woo-woo because the something else is kind of, it's out there. So you need to bear with me. So the something else is in reference to this other energy or beings or something that's out there that has a vested interest in us not becoming conscious, not becoming aware and not living to our highest potential, all those great things. And the reason that they don't want us going that direction is because they feed off of our negative energy. So every time you step into fear or guilt or shame or blame or anger, those are the top five, then they're like pushing a button, getting steak dinner. Okay. So that's the concept. And I know it's a little woo-woo, but even if it's just a story and it allows us to kind of direct it and change things, that's cool. And maybe that's really what's happening. I don't know 100% for sure, but I do know that it does change things for people. So I'm working with it. Now, what you want to do from an energetic perspective is you're going to allow yourself to perceive all of these beings that have been messing with you. And then we play a nice little, you know, mental, you know, video game where you're going to grab a hold of them. You're going to freeze them. We're just going to gather them up. We're going to freeze them. All these beings that have been messing with you. And particularly, I want to grab the ones that are, that are poking at the money fears and the money stress. Okay? And so you keep expanding. I mean, you just allow yourself to see them. Even if it make believe, it still works. Okay? And then we're going to go layers up. So we want to find their bosses and their bosses' bosses and all the layers up, all the way to the Grand Poobah. And you're just going to keep freezing all of them, throwing them into, the, into this bin or jail or whatever. And then all the layers down, and you want to freeze all of them, all the way back, all the way down. Good. And then I'm just going to point out for everyone that when you have them, when they've gotten them frozen, it's almost like things are quieter. Like, do you notice that it's a little quieter for you, Carl? Yes, I did. Isn't that cool? It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. It's freaky stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can hear I can hear the ventilation system more clearly when it's when I've silenced all of them. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all frozen, so now you don't have all this chitter chatter in the background. It's it's really remarkable. Okay. So now you have the choice of getting rid of these beings. So are you done with them? I'm done with them. Okay. So we can vaporize them. Just take them. I want you to just shrink them all, shrink them, shrink them, shrink them, shrink them, shrink them right down to a manageable size. And then you can splat them or you can, you know, throw a big laser gun at them, whatever. I mean, we have some fun, right? We get creative, get the little kid out and just vaporize them. I feel like Captain Kirk as I'm doing this. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Cool. How does that feel in your body? It, it definitely feels more free and more, yeah, it just, it's, it's like a, a burden has been starting to lift the, and, and yeah, I can feel the, the shift. Yeah. Yeah. And a warmth so, almost. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Now the other piece that you perceived was a bit of someone else. And this is really common. Okay. So I want to explain something that they've actually proven that we can pick up 
thoughts and emotions of people that are up to 33,000 miles away. Now, for you and I here based in Ontario, that is from here to Tokyo. That's quite a distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, wanted, I always pause and let that sink in of like how far that is and how many people, and that's all directions, okay? Like here to Tokyo, and then I don't know what it would be on the other side, maybe here to Bangladesh or something. But how many billions of people are there in that range? So you're picking, so we're picking up on all their various energies then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, with that, what is the possibility that there is a hell of a lot of people who are having money stress in your range? Well, there's a, probably a few. <laughs> million. Million. <laughs> billion. <laughs> yeah. Like almost everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the majority of the world is running around doing money stress. And right. The way I perceive it is that, you know, these other beings that are, you know, coming along and, you know, poking for a steak dinner, money is such an easy one. Like, I I look at them, I'm like, guys, really? Like, that's pretty lame. That's like low cherry picking. It's so easy for to, to, you know, to press the money stress. But when you're aware of the fact that so many people are being triggered about money, and then you start to, you know, pull that into the fact that you have the ability to pick up on what's going on with these people. And maybe nobody's ever told you that you have this ability. And so what happens is that you kind of go, I'm feeling this, therefore it must be mine. Yes. Yes. Definitely a very, yeah, it's a, the, the influence too of what I say we, because I think a lot of people have been told in their lives that, you're worth this much. Plus there's all the old adages of, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and mm-hmm. you think I'm made of money and all those other things that we hear from zero years through our adulthood. It's, there's a lot of crap, shall we mm-hmm. say that gets compiled around money and yeah. you wonder why we have some uh, issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're kind of set up for it. We're set up for a bit of disaster. And, you know, it's only when we untangle from what's going on with other people that we can start to realize, you know, what's really at the core for us. You know, I I find that when I work with people one-to-one, usually within a month, you know, which is just four sessions, usually within a month, I've got them untangled from this idea of thinking that there's anything wrong with them. And then we're going, working on a whole new platform and starting to evolve it into what's possible instead of working on so-called problems. Because my belief of what I see is that there, people are not broken. There isn't the need to, you know, change your core beliefs and do all this inner child work. And I don't see that need. I, I've, this is my personal belief is that it's like, okay, I can kind of quantum jump people out of that much faster. And a lot of that is due to this piece of realizing how little of what you think are your problems are actually yours. Even if we safely say, let's say 90% of what you're feeling, stressing about, say 90% of it's not yours. Then what does that mean for your life? So if 90% of it isn't mine, should I be cognizant to identify where it's coming from or just like we just did with those exercises, just put them on a pile and blast them or throw unicorn poop on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let me check in with you. What do you think would be more efficient? 
uh, either the unicorn poop or the blasting, probably the, probably the blast. Compared to, compared to figuring out where it's come from or just blasting it. Oh, just blasting it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, um, it's very common for people to get into the why. And I know for myself, like if I go back ooh, 15, 17 years ago, um, I first came across this concept that, you know, I was picking up stuff from other people and I really got, actually even 25 years ago, I was starting to get that idea. But I had people who were helping me and we would, you know, spend an hour trying to figure out where it was coming from, who it was coming from, what belief I was taking on from them. And we spent an hour and it was getting like one little slice. And now I can take that one little slice and as soon as I realize something doesn't feel like me, then I just go, oh, that's not me. Cut the cord, slice it, blast it, whatever, move on. And so it's changed in a second or two, as opposed to a full hour. So for me, this is very exciting. It's much more, much faster. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's and it and it's a very um, it's something that you can through daily attention, shall we say? It's something you can do. Absolutely. And and, be, and, and get more efficient at it. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so I just want to clarify. So when it's uh, someone else's. You can, you can absolutely blast it, but it's also, I also want to encourage you to, you know, take a look for um, any kind of attachments that are there. Like when it's someone else, oftentimes we, we kind of energetically plug into the other person. And so it's a good idea to, to unplug all of those attachments, pull out, you know, the cords or hooks or strings, that kind of stuff. Like it shows up visually for different people, but to, to cut all of those cords and, and blast the attachment. So that's, that's another piece with when it's something else or someone else, sorry. And absolutely, yes, Carl, doing this on a daily basis is critical. Like that is, that's where you get the muscle development. Okay. So it's kind of like today is like your, you know, intro session at the gym. Like, woohoo, we took you through the gym workout. You're feeling like, oh, that feels good. Like, ooh, that's, that's awesome. And then if you never go to the gym again, you're not going to be buff. Unfortunately, right? I, I wish it was easy in one session to get buff. So I, know. I certainly understand the concept for sure. <laughs> I keep hoping. You know, I go once a year and I keep hoping, but it hasn't worked, damn it. <laughs> so, so it's the same thing with this. Yeah. And so what I suggest for you and everyone listening is muscle development. Okay. So there's a couple of things with muscle development. One exercise is to is to get yourself trained to be expanded out as much of the time as you can. Okay. So one of the, one of the things that I give to people for that is to take your cell phone and you set up an alarm that goes up every, every half hour. And I highly recommend putting on a nice gentle ringtone, <laughs> not one of those, eh, eh. <laughs> especially, you know, one that if it goes off in a meeting, it's not going to disrupt people. So ocean waves or, you know, some quiet birds chirping or something, but just something that, so when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah. And you take a deep breath and you expand back out. And if that is programmed for every half hour, you're now going to start to develop the muscle to stay expanded out more and more of the time. Okay. Okay. So that's a super easy tool. And, you know, it's, you use the phone. I love the phone for that. We might as well, if it's going to be beeping at us all the time, <laughs> like, you know, might as well make use of it. 
The other thing will require you to remember, and you may need something that pops up on your phone again initially just to remind you to check in and to ask yourself those three questions. Does this belong to me, someone else, or something else? I had a question about that, if you okay. don't mind me yeah, jumping please. in with it. When it's, the question is, is, is it connected to someone else? Mm-hmm. What if that someone else uh, is a spouse or somebody that is very close to you? Still the same process. So, so you're not blasting the person, so to speak. You're just no. blasting the, the ideas or yep. whatever is that, the, that is blocking. Right. It's the stuff yeah. that you've taken on. And it's the, um, the connections that plugged in. And it's also the, the fact that you've taken on something that's not even yours. Right. Okay. Yeah. So for some people, simply the fact of asking the question and getting that awareness is enough for it to change. But for others, it's like, you know, to go through that blasting process so that you, you're setting out the intention of saying, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. This is, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. So are you suggesting uh, checking in with those questions again on uh, how often would you say every, every day or a couple of times? Or, so or my ideal day? situation, in an ideal world, I would say every time you feel something that is not light or fun. Okay. Okay, because there's a really good chance that if it's not light or fun, it's not yours. And if you're checking in every time that something comes up that's not light or fun, you will start to get to notice how much of this stuff is not yours. And then that awareness of like, oh, wait, I'm not broken. This isn't me. This is just me stepping into somebody else's world for a moment. Ah, pull back out. Let me expand back out again and get back to who I really am. Okay, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So that would be my ideal is to do it all the time. Um, But I also understand that, you know, initially it takes a while for people to remember to do this. Right. So, you know, you could do it with conjunction with the expanding out. Every time that ringtone goes off, be like, okay, check in. Is there something going on in my body that's not light and fun? Oh, does that belong to me, someone else or something else? And I'm going to just you know, let you know that the more you can make this a very playful experience, the more effective it is, right? When we make it serious and we try to get it right, it doesn't work as well. So, so we just play with it. We have fun and we pretend that we're five and, you know, we can get our um, x-ray gun out and blast the things and, and just be silly. Being silly really works. I can I can see that actually when you were when you were walking me through the steps it felt not only did it feel fun but it it felt like again it felt like I was five years old and pretending to be Captain Kirk playing outside that's why I gave that analogy because yeah. that that and I'm a Trekkie but uh, it's it's something I haven't or it's a it's a process I haven't heard delivered in that way other methods I've heard are very very formal and very regimented and yeah. you know getting into relaxation mode and meditating and mm-hmm. that's great but it doesn't it's more formal and yeah. woohoo as opposed to just having some fun with it which that's should be part of life well that should be life <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and you know it's interesting I, i've been saying this for a while but it bears repeating there are so many systems out there that deal with energy deal with this mindset stuff that they create complicated systems because they feel like they need a system in order to sell something. Mm 
And energy is super, super simple. It follows intention. What do you intend? You make a choice and that's where your energy goes. It is that clear cut. The thing is, is that for most of us, where we need help is the guidance and, you know, the checking in. So like I can perceive where your energy is. So I can sit here and be your coach and say, okay, hey, a little more to the left, a little more to the right, right? I can steer you until you get the feel for yourself. So are you, are you able to feel my energy? I mean, you, you said we can feel other people's energy for mm-hmm. several thousand miles. So are mm-hmm. you able to feel, zone in on my energy uh, as we're speaking? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do this work if I couldn't. Wow. Yeah. That in itself is very, it's very mind blowing. I know. (laughs) And I've worked with people around the world. You know, I have had clients in New Zealand and here I am in Ontario, Canada, right? Like we're halfway around the world. It still works. Like energy, there are no barriers. There are no limits. It's absolutely amazing, amazing stuff to work with. And the majority of people make it way too freaking complicated. Right. So you can feel the blocks then, you can feel the hesitation, everything yep. we've talked about today. Yep. It, it's not just an exercise, but you can actually feel it with me and go, oh, Carl, you got to, there's, a, there's, a, there's an energy knot there we've got to untie, uh, untie and untangle. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So, and, it, and it's great. It's really helpful for me because then, you know, I'm not just walking you through a step-by-step process. I'm actually, you know, perceiving what's going on so that I can say, okay, wait, let's go a little deeper. Okay, let's go a little deeper. No, it's not quite there, not quite there. And, and making sure that you're connecting fully with the energy of it. That's the difference of whether energy tools work or not for people. And I've, I've seen this. So I was, I was part of a system for um, a few years and I watched a lot of people use it like just, you know, spouting it off, just saying the words and not connecting with the energy. And I'm like watching that and thinking, it's not working for you because you're not actually doing the energy work. You're just saying the words and the words themselves are not the magic. Yeah. The words are important, but you're right. It's certainly not. I mean, I said very few words as you were walking me through that exercise and I can see doing it on my own. There's no words really Mm -hmm. to, to put to it. It's just, you know, inner child blasting with a laser gun and, and expanding out. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's, you know, the mind will complicate it more, but it sounds, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing how you were able to, to feel as we were going through it too. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I want to do just one more little piece on here. Um, just the specific programs that you have put in place. Cause you've mentioned a couple of times, the money doesn't grow on trees and you know, that it's gotta be hard and that kind of stuff. So I want you just to grab energetically, grab those, um, programs in your okay. system pull that, put them in a pile and, and then, you know, go another layer and just like the stuff that's attached to it and where you've been, you've been making it right and where you've been making it wrong and you've been proving that it's right and proving that it's wrong. And, you know, see, I have the evidence that this is here And, and you've even maybe gotten righteous about it being right. You know, those righteous people, right. That energy and maybe where you've been righteous against it and just grab all of that stuff Cool. There you go. So it's a big expand out, big expand out. <laughs> Grab it all, all of the stuff behind you, all the way back, all the way back, all the way back, all the way back. Good. And then all the way down. 
everything underneath us is like in the archives and in the basement, the moldy boxes and throw them all in the pile. It's spring cleaning day. <laughs> Even though it doesn't quite feel like spring today here. <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. But I'm, but I'm feeling the clean though, man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Up there. Oh, Good. Boy. So all the way down, all the way down. You got, you got a few more layers to go. So it's like, just, Throw a laser beam through that big, huge laser beam and then follow it through and just grab all of that. Throw that in the pile. There you go. There you go. Yep. Okay. All that stuff. Are you ready to be done with it? Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Big old blast. One, two, three. <laughs> nice. Oh, that feels better. Oh, it does actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's this crazy, weird, and wacky shit that actually works. Um, I, my husband calls it voodoo, but uh, but it does actually work. So I am so grateful that you came on the call with me. We're willing to like share what's going on and be willing to play full out too. Well, thank you, Dana. This this has been fantastic, and wow, I I had no idea what to expect getting on the call. I. Uh, as I said, I've worked in other uh, in other programs and haven't quite been in that same feeling place. But this, I can definitely feel, and I'm, even after just the one the one go through, I can mm-hmm. I can feel and I can sense the the lightness and feeling some immediate results. Awesome! <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and when the money starts rolling in, you're going to send me a testimonial, right? <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for joining me. This has been another exciting episode of Inner Dominatrix, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. 